Hey now, it's Lola here, and you are listening to The Smoking Prophet Podcast. First of all, thanks for listening, and second of all, I'm super excited about today's message. I'm actually generally always excited about our messages, but today even more because I get to introduce someone to you all for the very first time. So this is a life talk. A life talk is live, organic, and prophetic conversation between friends. So this is a conversation that I had with my husband, Dante Barlow, and also our brother, Terrence Turner, and it was super de-duper amazing. First of all, we had no idea of what we were going to talk about. I mean, we had talked about things offline before, but we kind of just got on and just went at it, and it was great. So what we opened with is actually something that the ladies may be interested in hearing. Our guys give their perspective on women pursuing men, how it made them feel before Christ and also after Christ, and of course for my husband, B.C. Lola. And then they also talk about how women can make themselves available for men without actually being a pursuer or being super aggressive. And then from there, I asked my husband if all guys are prone to cheating. Isn't that something to ask? (laughs) But I asked him and Terrence that, and they give me their perspective on it, and it was great. We close out talking about the seven mountains or seven spheres of influence and where we feel like we're called to. So it's super, super fun. You guys, enjoy the episode. Make sure you stay connected with us, and make sure you stay connected to the Smoking Prophet podcast. I super Appreciate you and enjoy this episode of Life Talks, which is organic and prophetic conversations between friends. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm Lola. I'm Dante. And you're listening to or watching Life Talks. (laughs) We have with us our friend Terrence Turner. Yes. So happy you finally came on, man. So Life Talks is organic and prophetic conversations between friends live. So we're doing this thing totally live. It's unplanned, unscripted. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a glimpse into what really happens when we're not live or in front of people. I feel like I should have a disclaimer when you said that. Why? Go ahead and do your disclaimer. No, uh, no, no. It's just the way you said that. I was like, um... We talk about real things and we try to be as open and transparent as we can. So beware. Viewer beware. <laughs> exactly. But we are going to be respectful. Of course. To one another, to people with different views. And we're definitely not going to say anything that's too sensitive or not appropriate for children. Mm-hmm. If we get ready to say something like that, then we'll let you guys know. All right. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So I think you had something you wanted to ask, Terrence. I was uh, thinking about it in my head and I just realized, I don't know how you and Lola actually met. Like, I, of course, I know how I met you, but I've never heard the story of how you and Lola met. Wow. Yeah. And interesting, about three years ago uh, online, as a matter of fact, I can't remember exactly how it was, but it was a broadcast I found. I think I found on Periscope, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And we kind of connected from there, man. And, and the rest of the history, you know, met her and meeting you guys. And, you know, guys been some phenomenal, phenomenal friends to me, just like family to me. So, yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. So we met through social media. Social media kind of did that for every everyone. And I remember we actually attended a couple of events together Absolutely. like where we just went there and we you were there. Yeah. <laughs> like in Charlotte, I miss you when you came up for a New Year's Eve service. 
And yeah. then I went to Columbia for something. Yeah. And I saw you at that one. It was so hot in that place. <laughs> oh my God. I had sweated everything out. You hear me? Like, and when my natural hair gets like sweat and heat on it, like it was like, like, oh my gosh, it was the worst. But was it like a worthwhile sweat though? Like you was dancing and praying and like worshiping, or it was just like it's hot, they don't have no you fans. You want me to be honest? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, do they have fans or it was one of them? You see my face there, but no, it was not worthwhile. No, it was not. Oh, <laughs> it was not. I had to know because I mean, if I'm in church and I'm sweating, I at least want to say I earned it. Like I had me a good time oh, in service. Did you say I earned it? I earned it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, come on, you be seeing it. You be like, whew. I don't know about how you take your service, but mine was good. I earned it. I earned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's how we met. And Terrence yeah. has been Terrence has been amazing. He's been consistent mm. and he's been genuine. He's very humble and he doesn't talk a lot. You do not promote yourself at all, but he's a really smart man. You are formally educated. Mm -hmm. You are educated when it comes to the things of the spirit. Mm -hmm. He works diligently in whatever he does in the secular world and in non-secular stuff. Like, so Terrence is really amazing and he's a, a resourceful person. So he's not going to tell you that, you know, he's not even going to give you his papers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He ain't even going to give you his certification, that kind of stuff, but he's really dope. Something that I think is so funny is like how women act around Terrell Terrence oh, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard about <laughs> a bunch of fans and, and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like that. you told me yeah. that story once. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, about um, what happened when Terrence came to your our church or uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. our, our old church. Our old church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. I was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do I need to say what happened, yeah. or Terrence? Do you want me to? I, I'll let you start, and then I kind of uh, I, I tag team in there. Yeah. So Terrence and I, like, we're really connected. Mm. We're not just like, you know, I see you on social media and I like your posts <laughs> and I say, hey, to you there? And that's the bulk of our connection that we talk in real life. So he had come up to our old church and we love them dearly. Mm -hmm. We respect and honor yes, them so dearly. He came up there and I noticed that after the event was over, the women were just hanging around. So I noticed that. I was like, wow, it's a lot of them hanging around. They, they usually be going. You know, <laughs> soon as service is over, like, they out the door. But I'm like, they're just hanging around. So that was one thing. So Terrence and I are talking. Someone comes up, a woman who, like, just was coming up to say hey and stuff. And sh we're all sitting down talking together. And the Lord is you know, trying to communicate with her to communicate with you, right? Right. And we hear this cackling in the background. It's all this cackling. It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this how women act around single men? Did I do that ever one day in life? Oh, and not just me. single men, like single great catches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Great husband material. Right. And you know they ain't looking for no dip. Nah. They looking for like 
man, they was cackling. So shout out to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Terrence, Terrence, he was so unbothered by it. Because that is his normal thing. I, I was about to say, Terrence, is that like just a regular occasion? <laughs> man, I mean, you hear stuff all the time. Unfortunately, no, but I mean, you would think, you know, like scripture says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains yes. the Lord, right? So when you go into an environment, you're thinking, okay, you know, this is a Christian environment. The presence of the Lord is here. You, you see the roles reversed. It kind of like, hold on, what's going on here? You know? So it's like you, um, the roles are reversed. So you're like, man, no, no, no. That's when your antenna goes up and you're like, okay, oh no, this is not the right way. This ain't the right spirit, you know? Yeah, so I was just like taking her back because, you know, prior to coming to Christ, you know, if a woman show you answer like that, man, that's like, okay, yeah, let me go in for the kill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So now, you know, you're trying to live this thing holy. You're trying to live safe. You're trying to do this thing right for God. So when exactly. you that, you like, you know, it's kind of unexpected. So you're like, wow, what, you know, really, are you really saved? Or just something, the teaching is off there. So mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah, so. That was a very interesting time. <laughs> so you kind of presented something there, like, and I want to ask Dante. So prior to you and I dating and mm -hmm. getting married and all of that, uh -huh. how would you feel about women pursuing you? So when we're interested in God, mm -hmm. because Terrence just explained that it was a difference. Yes. When you have a relationship with God, you kind of respond a little bit differently to women like throwing themselves on you. But when you don't have a relationship with the <laughs> Lord, you be like, all right, target practice here. I'm going in, you know? So like, how were you like prior to me, mm -hmm. you know, BC Lola. Okay. Is it BC Lola? <laughs> right. Uh, ooh, ooh, that's a good question. So prior to Lola and prior to really trying to get more with God, uh, open season, basically if, uh, no, no. Uh, so if you find someone that you think it, you know, you, you like, and they see, they find that interest in you, you find that interest in them. Was, yeah, I'm gonna go introduce myself. I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna go ahead and you know get to know you. But once I started getting back into church, because you might not know, I, I took a few years off church, so <laughs> I took some, some years out of church. So you know, I was I was just going and doing what I wanted to. I was too. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah, thank like, you for that honesty. Yeah, we so. took some time off before. <laughs> so, you know, getting back into, you know, trying to be what I really want, you know, trying to find more uh, the lifestyle of God, trying to be right. It's it's flattering whenever you hear it because uh, it's kind of a humbling moment. Like, oh, wow, so, you know, you, you're showing interest in me. I'm not doing anything. I'm not being the pursuer. You came up to me. This is, you know. Wow, thank you. But it's a stroke to the ego. It was. It was. <laughs> that, that prize said, ooh, yeah, just hold it a little higher, just slightly. But um, but of course, it would be uh, respectful in any way. Like, I wouldn't want to disrespect them or think that there's, you know, I have a goal out of this or I'm trying to aim to get something. No, it's just I'm going to be as respectful as possible. If, if I did find you interesting, then, of course, we're going to do this the respectful way. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, God was working on me that whole time and said, nah, you're not ready. You're not ready. Oh, there's Lola. There she is. About that time. Hey. <laughs> so you guys have heard, like, how we met and stuff. Like, yes. I wasn't the pursuer of him. And I knew when you came around that you were interested in pursuing me. I was like, you gonna ask for this number because I ain't giving it to you. I ain't volunteering and giving you nothing. 
but I made myself available yes. to Dante. Like I was warm, inviting mm-hmm. with our conversation, but I was like, I ain't about to make this easy on you to you yeah, to show me it. that you're interested. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have felt like that. No, no I should have felt, like felt like that. So, how would you all say that a woman? can make herself available mm-hmm. to a man without being aggressive and turning the man off? Gotcha. That's a good question. That's a great question. I think the way that you did it with Dante, I think that's a great blueprint for women to follow. Sometimes women, they're the pursuer. They present themselves in a different light. Sometimes they look at men as projects. So they'd be like, okay, he has some qualities. He may be okay, but you need to like interview that brother and make that's sure he has goals some plans that he's really serving god because think about it like this if he doesn't respect your god how can he possibly respect you if he doesn't love god how can he possibly love you so if you're in love with god you're pursuing god you want to be called of god do the and bring the king to the earth you're gonna have to have a man that's on that same wave with that same kind of pattern of thinking so that you can complete what god has for you to do that brother can get you off of your assignment because you were never supposed to be yoked together Mm-hmm. You don't really pursue and interview him and find out, okay, what are your goals? What are your dreams? What do you what do you really, really think about God? What do you think about the Holy Spirit? What, what I mean, what are your thoughts? Who are you submitted to? Mm-hmm. Submission, you have to come up under something, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you're not submitted, if he doesn't have a mission, what would he come up under? What are you coming up under? So mm-hmm. if you want to be the head of your family, he doesn't have a mission, he's not submitted to anybody. So why would you want a woman to come up under that? The blind Levine will end up in the ditch, as the scripture said. Yeah. So you have to really be careful about who are you yoked to. So I think mm-hmm. the way you did it was kind of perfect. And women, that was so powerful what you share, because sometimes women can be there in their season of waiting or, you know, they're trusting God for their Boaz or what have you, or their mate. But continue to be cognizant that God knows your heart. He knows what he has for you. He knows that uh, he doesn't want you to be alone. But if you get out of your season, out of time, and you will get hooked up to somebody Come on, come on. You get hooked up to a clown. That's what you would do. Come on, because I didn't been hooked up to some clowns. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm not even lying. You will get hooked up to a clown. And you're so absolutely right that it will take you out of alignment with your destiny. Mm. And you also said something else there. You said the blind leading the blind will end up in a ditch. So when we're pursuing people, as men or women, of course, we're no longer in that area because we pursue one another every day. But when you're in that that timing, mm-hmm. then as a man or a woman, you need to be interviewing people yeah. and interviewing them. That's what Terrence said. You need to be interviewing, finding out what they're about. But mm-hmm. then he also said something very important. What is their mission? Yeah. What is their vision? Yeah. I asked Dante point blank one day about his vision for life. Wow. And then yes, I did. I did. And then I told him my. Right. And I was like, now do you think that we that God would allow us to put these things together? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I did that. Yeah. Like we were asking each other questions like the first couple of weeks Dante was like, do you want to have more children? Like we were not, we're not here to waste each other's time. Yeah. Like we needed to find out what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I was like, I was like dang Dante, like it's just day three. I mean, I'm, look, you guys are both <laughs> you guys are both right. Questions you gotta ask plenty, and you need to be as open 
and as honest with these questions as you can, because you have a goal in mind and putting God first is the biggest thing that for any relationship or anyone who's looking for a man and they want to find out things about him. But those questions are going to let you know a lot about what you're getting into because Lola asked me, I wish I had a book for the questions because it was just like, now, 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 now. What, what are you doing? At, uh, what's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? Okay, so um, what is your plans for the future? I was, so, oh, okay, I, I got this ready. I got this ready. Where do you see yourself? Do you have a drive? Do you have things that you have in common? Like those are the type of things that not only do you want to build in your relationship together, but you're also building towards God because mm-hmm. we're putting God first, but we also see, we also want to find out what his mission for us together is. Yeah. And do we have one together? Mm-hmm. That was good, babe. Thank wow. You. That was really good. It was. Find out what God's mission is for us mm-hmm. as a unit. And do we have one together? That's because true. everyone that you try to connect yourself with, you can't have a mission together. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I don't want to get specific about the relationship that I'm talking about, so I won't go very detailed. But I remember being connected with someone and I love the Lord. You hear me? Mm -hmm. Like, I love the Lord. When I connected myself to them, God began to speak to me very strongly Mm -hmm. in dreams. Mm -hmm. He began to make himself really clear, like, this is not the connection for you. This is not the connection for you. And over time, I saw why, mm. because there was no God vision for us together. Mm. You know, God didn't have a vision for us together mm. because this person was going this way mm. and I was going this way. Yeah, We were going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. So if I would have listened to the Lord, definitely would have saved me a lot of headache. <laughs> because as you mentioned earlier, Terrence, being with the wrong person, Person, the wrong connection can really get you out of alignment with the vision God has for, you, for your life. Yeah. Like during that time, it was so traumatic mm. that I focus on the trouble more than God. Mm. Wow. And I put the trouble in place of God. And eventually I left God trying to resolve all of the trouble oh, wow. by myself. You know. Yeah, I'm curious about that story now, too. I talk to you offline. I talk to you and Terrence offline about that. I get the sneak peek, guys. <laughs> Social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was really, really good. That was. Yeah. I'm trying to think about that question that we had. Do you want to go into that one, though? About single men or? You can go ahead. Oh, oh. about the cheating thing? Oh, you want to do the cheating? Absolutely. Do... <laughs> okay. My goodness. Sorry, Ah. me and Dante have been discussing some things. We were. I was watching a video and the video that I was watching, it was a pretty popular guy and this guy was talking and the Mm. guy sort of implied Mm. loosely that all men were prone to cheating and all men would struggle with having to decide intentionally, like on a regular basis, not to go with the women they see around them, but to choose their partner. And I was just like, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think I would have gotten married if I felt like that was going to be a thing. But yeah, and I just wanted to know like, what you all thought about that as men. Do you think as a man you are prone to cheating? And do you think that when you get with someone, you get married, you have a girlfriend, that you will always be looking at other women and having to intentionally choose not to cheat? I think it is possible. Number one, I had to really look at it, realizing that sin is a heart issue. So, I mean, if you're with your spouse or who your significant other and you constantly think about cheating and things like that, you have to talk, check your walk. 
okay, what are you really doing? What are you, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you listening to? What, uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what are you really surrounding yourself around? Because your eyes are gates, your ears are gates. So if you constantly feel feeding images into your mind and hearing things, or you're around your friends and having conversations about, you know, you're always looking at women. Uh, you can't be one woman like guys would tell you when you're growing up, or you know, it's impossible to do that. No, 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 no. It is possible. You got to have the desire to do so. Exactly. You know, you and your spouse are one. So if you're actually going to cheat on your spouse, you're cheating on yourself. You're cheating God. So look at it from a perspective that, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hurt God like that. So why Mm. do I hurt my wife or my spouse that way? So if you are constantly thinking about cheating, you really need to uh, think about, you know, get some counseling, repenting, and find out what's really, what's the root issue of that? Because men are visually driven, but you can't live by what you see constantly. It got to be something bigger than that. And, it, and Jesus is the center of that, of all of that. Yes. That was really good. You said that it is possible to be faithful. You've got to want it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I completely agree. For me, it's the relationship that you have with your, um, your partner, the relationship that you have with God. God wanted us to be with one person mm-hmm. and be married. And live happily, be fruitful. Yeah, and a lot of people are kind of have this mindset that monogamy is not possible. Mm-hmm. Monogamy is our normal. Yes. Monogamy is your normal, Terrence. Like we want to be with one person. Mm-hmm. We want to be partnered with one person. We don't want to be with a lot of people. Nope. And Jesus set the perfect example how a man is supposed to treat a woman, mm-hmm. and you can find that in Ephesians five. Right. That's good. You know, that is good. Christ loves the church as a husband is supposed to love a wife. Mm-hmm. And that's something that always kept me sticking to my guns when I was single, because there was a guy that told me things aren't possible. And I was like, you are a liar, sir. Let me read this <laughs> to you today. Go. And you go Come ahead on. and have a great life is what you do. But it kept me faithful Absolutely. to that. Like, no, I believe, I believe that a man can love me as much as God loves me, mm-hmm. because that scripture teaches me that God has put that ability in men to love women that way. Yeah. And he's also put that ability in me to love a man that way, based on that first Corinthians 13 type of love. So there was something else I wanted to ask about. What is on your heart? What do you feel like the father has been speaking to you? The father wants everything redeemed may be familiar with the seven mountain mandate or seven sectors of a society or seven spheres of influence. So that's arts, business, education, family, government, media, and religion. Mm-hmm. So I think we get caught up sometimes as a church at just the religion mountain. So everybody's trying to fight and be on top of that mountain, but there's other sects of society that God wants to redeem and bring his kingdom and his influence in. Mm-hmm. So now he's bringing breakthrough and convergence on those other mountains and really raising up people that can go out and have his influence, his rule, his domain in those areas as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so important. I really feel, you know, like the business mountain, that's one of my primary mountains. And I really believe in that business mountain, it funds the other mountains as well. So we can mm-hmm. get the business mountain correct. And we can really get a kingdom of God perspective in that business mountain, not just having people that's taken advantage of, or people thinking business is something bad, or, you know, the misconception that people use that scripture, money is the root of all evil, but no, it's it's the love of money. It has no value. It's just paper. It only has value because we give it value in this background. Exactly. That's good. They have a misconception about, you know, money. If money was so bad, why did you go to work for it? So, you know, we just got to have the proper context of what money is for and how we can use that to bring the kingdom of God into this earth realm. That's really, really good, Terrence. 
because people do tear up that scripture they do. by saying <laughs> by saying money is the root of all evil. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Love y'all. So funny you said money has no value other than what we attribute to it. So I know you guys heard the whole craze about bitcoins and everything, right? Yeah. That's a cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. It's a currency that is not physical. We've attributed value to it. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Facebook is launching their own? It's called Libra. Wow. I did not know that. I just read that like two nights ago. Facebook Facebook is a copycat. (laughs) Facebook is not original. They're live. They took it from Periscope. You know what I'm saying? Their stories are Snapchat. They're not original. Don't be like Facebook. Facebook knows how to make money, but Facebook is a copycat. Be an original. Don't be stealing. That's all I want to say. You know what I'm saying? You got to have something for yourself. I mean, you can get inspired by other people. I get that. You can be inspired by others, you know. Don't just be out here stealing everything. (laughs) If everything about you is stolen, then you need to go rethink things. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I got caught up in that. So you said that you feel like part of your mountain is business. Business. Yeah. Study business in school. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you work as? A data and quality manager. Yeah. Mm. The local fatherhood as I'm at now. So, yeah. Now, Dante, what do you feel like your mountain is between religion, family, education, government, media, arts, and entertainment, and business? Wow. That's a tough one because my education is in business. So that's where I have a huge focus in, but I have an actual love for understanding family and government. I know a weird thing to say for most people, but I genuinely enjoy it. It's just there's part of it that's an art to it. Where it's the understanding how to make things happen on like a, a global scale or a macro where you're affecting not only just this small group of people, but you're affecting the entire nation or the, or a country or the world. That to me is huge. And it's important that not only, you know, the politicians, how they're influenced, of course, but they affect the world. Like, I don't want to get big go into politics. Now, so just think about how the policies that have been placed in recently affect everyone like our foreign trade which makes the the farming themselves have they're taking to sit so they're losing money so the farming industry is impacted exactly which also raises up our crop which generally means that we pay more for it add that on to inflation like all of that is affected by the policies of congress the senate and of course the president so it's just like for me all of that is highly important and if they're this is why I love this man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but if, growing with with God and, and how God God's presence affects the community also affects the decisions of the constituents, which affects what direction the actual policymakers go, which affects how the country moves. So starting from just the church, how they build the community will also impact how everything else is taken to a global scale. So that's why that's super important to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can just see like how God has an impact on everything. Yeah. And if Christians, if believers would go out into these arenas mm-hmm. boldly and not necessarily go in with the hat of the Christian worldview, mm-hmm. like everyone has to believe that. First of all, you're dealing with all sorts of people. True. They don't believe like you believe. Mm-hmm. And we have to be able to respect one another 
And part of respect is being able to communicate with one another, right? True. Through differences, through conflict, through shared values. So you can't necessarily go in with the Christian worldview hat because everybody's not Christian. That's true. You have to go in with the mindset, take your values as a Christian and go in and just try to improve the world, Mm -hmm. you know, for our children, for the elderly, for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Now, you talked about your mountain government. He loves politics and he talks about it so objectively. So Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to let him take that on. (laughs) <laughs> early on have no problem because we need to there needs to be an objective voice reporting news because a lot of news stations are very biased to mm-hmm. be frank with you and terrence business and of course all of us are touching media right now yeah and we're also right. touching religion because we're talking about that part mm-hmm. so something i'm very passionate about is religion mm-hmm. but yeah. it's it's not religion of i'm in a church mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. me taking god out to everyone mm-hmm. and just making him very simple practical just sharing the beauty of who, who god is i love that you know that's it. what i feel like god has really really like created me to do and to show him for who he truly is mm-hmm. to christians as well as non-Christians, because a lot of Christians have the wrong image of God. Mm. I've been talking about this, that we need to rebrand God, not because God has changed, but because of the way Christians have represented him. Mm -hmm. He's not angry father in the sky, ready to kill you when you mess up. Okay. And he's also not telling you that you have to do this and this and this before you can talk to me. Mm -hmm. Jesus did that for you. Jesus is the access. You know, and God comes in with his grace and empowers us to become what he wants us to be, Mm -hmm. because that's what he did for me. Exactly. You know, and that's what he does for me every day. There will be moments where I would be smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. and I would hear the Lord talking about Bible smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to change the way you smoke, bro. I'm Mm -hmm. smoking more. Shout out to the father. Thank you. (laughs) We still set fires, though. We still set them off. That's what we do. But you know how he made me feel like. I I didn't want to smoke anymore. I was reading a scripture on sexual immorality. Mm. First Corinthians. I think it's the sixth chapter. But it was on sexual immorality. And Paul was writing. He was like, when you commit a sexual sin, you sin against your own body. Mm. Wow. How foolish is that? And when I read that, the Holy Spirit began to convict me. Mm. Not condemn me because there's a difference. He began to convict me like, when you do this. You are destroying your own body. So when that happened, I was like, I don't want to smoke anymore. Lord, help me with this because I don't want to destroy my own body. Thank you, Father. <laughs> You're happy? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm glad we got to kind of discuss like the mountains and what they are and where we feel like we're supposed to be. Not only do I feel like I'm supposed to be in religion, mm-hmm. obviously, I feel like it's a mesh between arts and entertainment in the media. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that more on the next broadcast. We're actually getting off of here, but we are going to bring Terrence Turner back on. Yeah, and part two. I thank you all so much for tuning in to Life Talks, organic and prophetic conversations between friends. Yes. It's me, Lola. And this is Dante. And we had our brother Terrence Turner on tonight. Shout out to him. Yes. We love you all. We're out of here. Bye Good bye. night.